When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Ice hockey, Sam. Talk to me. Happy days. It's it's interesting, is it? In America, it's hockey. Mm. And you I see, I'm talking this to Juice out there, a former Blackstick. Yeah, over here, if you said hockey in America straight away, it's it's ice hockey. You have to distinguish field hockey to them, otherwise. Yeah. So they're yeah. field hockey and hockey. hockey. We're, we're ice hockey and hockey. Correct, yeah. Um, how's the bees looking, uh, Boston? Nah, tough, very tough. So you remember last year? Um, you said last Boston, year was the year. Obviously a massive Boston Bru- uh, Bruins fan going to see them play the Canadians at TD Garden in November. Absolutely cannot wait for that. And the Red Wings, two original six teams, no big deal. Last year... <laughs> Uh, won the NHL's regular season, broke the record for the most amount of points scored by a team in a single season, just dominated everyone. We had all the pieces in place, Steph, and then we go and lose in the first round, which I sort of semi-predicted. I was like, this is what happens. Teams break records and they lose in the first round. It's what happened to Tampa a few years prior. So the problem is for us, we lost seven players in the off-season and all big-name players, including Patrice Bergeron, my favourite ever player, um, was the captain of the Bees. He's now gone at 38 years of age or whatever he was. So... Yeah, grim, grim outlook for the bees this year. Like they might make the playoffs, but uh, then that, I think their window's closed. And the problem is now. And this is a, the interesting thing about um, American sports, but the NHL as well. Staff is the problem is now. You got a couple of guys in there who are big names. Do you trade them now and get something for them, and then sort of basically be crap for a couple of years to rebuild, or do you try and squeeze as much out? And the problem is if those guys get too old, not only do they lose their value as they get older, but B, they risk retiring on you and you get absolutely nothing for them. Like we got nothing for Patrice Bergeron because he just retired. Mm. So you want to get – this is why I love – and just a bit of a um, segue here because this is why I love American sports, the trade system as well as the draft system because there are these sorts of – decisions and conversations that are happening completely off the ice before you even talk about what's happening on the ice you have all this backroom stuff which generates so much fan engagement like there's a a website called cap friendly and it lists all of the salary caps of the teams and what players what what um contracts they're on and how much they earn and you can just spend hours staff looking at that and working out which player we can bring in who can we trade how much is he worth could we get rid of that contract oh that's a terrible and so much outside of the game that I think sports in this part of the of the globe crave is that sort of extra element to it. Yeah, and I know we'll talk about this in a little bit as well. But um, the draft system allows this year we've got a, a superstar right coming into the league called Connor. Be- um, Bedard, who is playing for the Chicago Blackhawks, and you know all the off season has been about this kid and his NHL debut. And tonight he had his NHL. Well, he's currently having it right now against the Pittsburgh Penguins. The media scrum this morning at the facility where he fronted media before the game, like it was a small room, 
packed with reporters and cameras, right, for this guy's NHL debut. And you get this because every year you have a draft and every year you have a number one draft pick and all eyes are on the number one draft pick. Who's it going to be? And you get these generational superstars. It's sort of like if we had a number one draft pick here and and there was a superstar in high school called Will Jordan and or, or he was going to be the number one. People say he's going to go number one. He's the generational talent. He's the best we've ever seen, blah, blah. And then he gets drafted by whoever it is, the Highlanders, the Crusaders, or if we were doing NPC styles, he's been drafted by Manawatu, right? And so then all the story is around opening night, Manawatu taking on Taranaki, Will Jordan, the number one draft pick, is playing oh, in his first man, game. how exciting would that be, so, though? You know, that, that's what I mean. It just creates this whole extra element. And whether or not the guy is turns into a superstar or not, it's the conversation that is generated by a draft pick. Now, if, that, if drafts didn't exist, yes, you'd still talk about this kid being a superstar, in, in the junior leagues and then making his transition to NHL but just having that little carrot staff of oh he was selected first out of the hundreds of other players and the 32 teams he was selected first creates such an awesome storyline to follow and it'll happen again next year with the next number one pick and then the next year and the next year so um yeah, lots of excitement heading into the season. All these players trading and moving around, which teams are going to be good, which teams aren't. That's what makes the NHL so great. I'm looking at the overall winner of the Stanley Cup, and I love the favourite is paying $8.50. Mm. I mean, That's, the Rugby World Cup, the favourite was three fifty. Yeah. NRL, it's usually about 4 And it goes 8 9 9 15 So you, you get good value if you can... Try and sneer the winner. Well, the closest, um, uh, one of the closest sports in the world, in my opinion, the NHL, like the NRL, the 32nd team in the league on a, on a game night will beat the number one team, you know, will beat the Bruins. I remember that happened one game we were on air. Yeah. Probably you was just couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. So that happens quite regularly. I also, that is also quite high. Like last year, I think um, the favourites might have been Tampa or Colorado, and they were at about four or five bucks. So I think that's actually quite high because it's very hard to pick. Is it Colorado favourites? Yeah, wow. I would have thought Vegas was the favourites. Vegas. Uh, Is this overall Stanley Cup? Overall Stanley Cup. Vegas are about eight. What? Twelve dollars. Oh, jump on that, folks! <laughs> jump on that right now. I think Vegas are primed to go back to back. Well, I'm going to go into the divisions now because yeah. that's a little bit. So six fifty to win their conference. <laughs> yeah, that's. Mm. Just have a little dabble at that, I reckon. Have but Colorado, little... I would say Colorado are, are definitely in, in and around them. But the only reason Colorado didn't go back to back last year was that they just got massive amounts of injuries to the, some of their best players, and that in the NHL is can be the difference. I mean, the Bruins stayed fit last year. That was the reason why we did so well. Stayed mm. fit for the whole season. How many games? Eighty-two regular season. And then you get another 30 or 40. It's a physical game That's too, the man. thing. Like NBA, you could talk about NBA, and I know people will come at me here for basketball because it is a very you have to be very fit to run up and down the court, etc. But NHL, like, I cannot explain to you how tough hockey is when you're playing it at a high high level. And, you know, I play in a social league here in Auckland, and in the lower league, you can sort of what they call glide, whereas you don't, it's when you don't, you, you're not moving your feet, you're just gliding on your skates. You can do a lot of gliding, which, you know, sort of gives you a bit of a rest, and you can sort of be a bit lazy. When you go up to that sort of next division and you just got to skate all the time, you realise how tough it is. And then if you went up another, and so these guys are, I kid you not, sprinting, sprinting for, for 90 seconds, then they go off and they have a break for a minute and a half, two minutes, then they're sprinting again for 90 seconds. They go off there. Then you throw in big body hits. Then you throw in the fact that they're playing on a concrete surface. Like, to play 82 games is incredible. It, it, people aren't going to believe me when I say this, but their bodies would be just as sore as a rugby player after after an NHL game, and they would play sometimes back-to-back nights. Mm. They'll be just as sore, I can tell you right now. Oh, it's exciting. But anyway, 
Yeah, so... Uh, dark Vegas, horses? Dark, dark so Vegas, horses. Vegas yeah. is your pick to win it? Uh, I'm actually going to go Colorado. I think if, if they stay injury-free, I think they do win it this year. But I, but I think Vegas is a really, really hot shout. My, my dark horses, and they're not really dark horses because they will be up there on the favourites. Like, I think Edmonton got unlucky, not unlucky, but they, they've been building for a number of years. They've got Conor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, two of the best players. And Conor McDavid is the, probably the greatest player to ever play the game. When he, fi- when he finishes his career, he'll Not be up Gretzky. there with Gretzky. When he finishes his career, he'll be up there with Gretzky. I mean, wow. even Gretzky says he's better than him. As a player, he might not have the stats because Gretzky right, played in a different right, time, right, right. but as a complete player, the guy is an absolute freak. I can show you some of his goals. He is a freak. Plays with also one of the best players in the league, Leon Dreisel. So they've started to piece things together. I think they, they might... You know, I think they could. They are at Smoky. Carolina Hurricanes as well. That, they've been a team that dominate the regular season and shoot the bed when they go to the playoffs. But they're young and they're starting to grow. They'll be there. The other one is the New Jersey Devils, right? They've been crap for years. Started building a young team. Got a couple of number one draft picks. Started to get it right. And last year they really did click. And they are now going from a team under the radar to a contender. So we'll see how they handle that pressure. But they'll be up there as well, I think, as a smoke. Here's the amazing thing. Like, you were surprised Vegas were, was far down. The, you've just named the top four favourites. You Did should I? be the NHL bookie. <laughs> Colorado, 8.50. Carolina, 9. Yep. Edmonton, 9.50. New Jersey, 10. Oh, great. That's interesting, eh? Like, the team. And this is the other thing that we were going to talk to you and Wanamaker about. There's been a real shift, I think, particularly this year, a little bit last year, with the generational players of the NHL. So your Sydney Crosby's, your Evgeny Malkin's, uh, your Stephen Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, there are all these players that have, and Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marshall, these guys that have been around for years and years and years have been the stars of the NHL are starting to come to the end of their careers. They're retiring or they're not playing as much or they're not putting up the numbers. You've got all these young teams starting to come up. And so, for example, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who you remember won um, two back-to-back standard counts, might have won three out of four or whatever. Um, you've got the Bruins. Um, who else have you got in there that's been dominant? Um I mean, the Penguins to an extent as well. Blackhawks too. These are teams that five or six years ago were the best teams in the NHL. Now they're, they're not near the top. They're the Colorados, the New the Jersey. Bottom. They're the new teams. They're the new, fresh, young teams. That's a great time to jump on the NHL now, Steph. If you've been watching it and you thought you might want to start getting into it, it's a great time to get into it now because you'll be starting... A generational... Correct, thing. yeah. And you'll be following <laughs> these guys for a couple of years rather than coming late to the party. So mm, Nice. Ciao. 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 Uh, hi, Steffi. Thank you, Sam. Good stuff. Sure. 